Hey, Potential Podcast listeners. Thanks for tuning in once again to the Potential Podcast. Before we begin today's episode, we'd like to take a moment and talk to you about something that means a lot to us. This podcast was created to be a source of fun and entertainment, and although we love to nerd out with you, one thing we do take serious is mental health. If you think you might be feeling depressed, stressed, anxious, or overwhelmed, then our sponsor, BetterHelp, is here to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. You can talk to your therapist in a private, safe, online environment at your convenience. There's a broad range of expertise with BetterHelp's 20,000-plus therapist network that gives you access to help that may not be available in your area. All you do is simply fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in just under 48 hours. After that, you can schedule secure video and phone sessions. Plus, you can exchange unlimited messages, and everything you share is completely confidential. And at any time, you can request a new therapist at no additional charge. Join the over 3 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Our listeners will get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com potential. That's betterhelp.com slash potential. Once again, that's 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash potential. Take charge of your mental health with BetterHelp. And remember, know your potential. Hey, Potential Podcast listeners. Let's talk about today's sponsor, Let's Get Checked. Let's Get Checked makes professional health testing easy by letting you get tested without having to visit a healthcare provider. You can order a testing kit that will be delivered to you in discreet packaging. Once your sample arrives in the laboratory, confidential results will be available from your secure online account within two to five days. These results are reviewed by a clinician, and a member of the Let's Get Checked nursing team may call you to review your results. And Let's Get Checked laboratories are CLIA approved and CAP accredited, which are the highest ranking levels of accreditation. So, if you want to avoid an uncomfortable office visit or prefer the convenience and get tested at home, visit trylgc.com potential and get 25% off your test using code POTENTIAL25. Once again, that's 25% off your test by going to trylgc.com potential using the promo code POTENTIAL25. Take charge of your physical health and well-being, and let's get checked. Blue 42! Blue 42! Hike! It's good! Alright, let's, okay. let's start the episode. Alright. Talking all things entertainment, pop culture, and nerdum. This is the Potential Podcast. Potential Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Potential Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Dewar, and with me is my co-host and the captain of the team, Taylor Sokol. How are we doing, Taylor? I'm doing well. Usually I was always called a bench warmer, so this is nice uh, change of pace. I was the uh, water boy, wasn't I? Uh, <laughs> El agua, por favor, senor. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm good, man. It's it's good to be back. And um, I tell you, you know, it's been uh, quite a whirlwind lately. You, you've you been very busy with what's going on, right? Uh, it's been happening in your yes. life. Uh, yeah, it's kind of, it's it almost feels like it's been a while for us, even though it hasn't, because we tend yeah. to record uh, usually about once a week. But uh yeah, I was just down in San Diego for a few days, uh, as I mentioned earlier in, in another week's podcast. And that was nice. And then just had uh, my birthday a couple of days ago. So yep, uh, the big, big 32 two. now. And um, looking to have a few more little mini trips here. I mean, I'm at this point now where really it's like uh, we're still killing time. You know, it's uh, yep. COVID still very much in effect. And we're kind of just doing what we can to pass the time. Uh, unfortunately, because I'm, you know, still waiting to get a green light to yeah. maybe have uh, work again. 
uh, as an actor. But um, yeah, man, just you know, trying to still enjoy that summer. Uh, we're still in that summer heat. We're coming up here in the end of August now. So uh, how you've been doing? You're still, you know, you're month uh, month 18 of working at home. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it feels like it. Like no, it's it's not been bad. I mean, my stuff is all remote, but what, what we do is a lot of my job is traveling. And unfortunately, um, we're not going to be traveling at least till March. So it will be staying with the family for that extent of time. But you know, looking at new things to, to better myself during that time, you know, I've been doing like side projects with my team and hosting like virtual trivias, uh, mm-hmm. virtual yeah, uh, nice. comedy, things like that. So that's been really fun. And, um, you know, I'm just trying to make the most of the time continually. I think I will say besides the podcast, I feel like both you and I, we've been really good keeping up on mental health. And I think the nice thing is we, we've both been reading, you know, getting back into reading books and stuff. I think, you know, this has been the third book I've read this year, which is awesome because I'm really trying to get back that folks reading. three books, which I mean, for most folks, that's a rarity. So yeah, uh, I feel you though. I, I tend to be someone that when I'm really into reading, I will read books for like nonstop. Once you get in, in row. That, once you get in that act, you just can't but sometimes stop. once you, it's, you know, it's kind of like the gym. Uh, once you lose, <laughs> once you lose the, uh, the effort, it, it takes a lot to get back into it, which is also yeah. another thing that you and I are starting to be like, all right, we got to get back into a little bit more of a get rid of that COVID uh, not only, ton. Not only keep in check the mental side, but also the physical side. Exactly. But you know, this this physical. whole this whole year has been a thing about adaptation, adapting yeah. to this kind of new normal. And something that's been really interesting to look at uh, in the recent weeks is, of course, here in the United States, we have a huge, huge, huge love of all things sports. That is correct. Sports play is a huge part of the culture in America. It's a huge part of the world entirely, but we have the most variety of sports here in America, I, I would say. say. So. Um, and it's been funny to see, you know, recently sports have slowly started to pick up again, but they're doing it without any fans in the stands. And they're doing yeah. all these like fake cutouts and you could pay to have a standout of your face <laughs> in the back of like a baseball game or a soccer game. So it's funny that like clearly uh, the desire to, which I understand purely from a, a money standpoint, you know, a lot of these sports teams, it's a lot of money involved with not only how they pay their, uh, you know, their, their players, but also the coaches, everything that's in the organization. Yeah. So it's kind of a money thing to keep these seasons going, keep the playoffs going. They just can't do it with people in the stands. So it's kind of funny to see how this has adapted. And yet we're still seeing stories almost daily of, well, these six members on this team were, were uh, tested for COVID. So now that team has to quarantine for two weeks. Yeah. Or, so, you it's know, it's very, just like, it's again, it's trial and error. Yeah. We don't, but, really know you know, we thought it'd be fun to talk about uh, something that I think is probably more of a unique uh, genre to uh, American films than probably the rest of the world is the genre of sports films and how yes. uh, either from a fictional, totally made up standpoint or those films that are based on true teams, true events, true uh, championships. So yeah. we thought it'd be fun to delve into sports films today. Uh, anything you want to start off with that, Taylor? Well, I think you brought up an interesting point right off the bat, the fact that Sports films, whether they be based on true events or a fictional story, whether it be comedic, um, you know, or serious, dramatic, doesn't matter. I think what's interesting, all of the best sports movies or any sports film at all focuses on one key narrative, and that is redemption. Mm-hmm. That is the, you know, the rags to riches play, type player, you know, who has all the potential, but never quite got there. Or, you know, he, or he's making a comeback. So there's, or she, so there's the comeback scenario, there's the redemption, or there's the knowing your potential. Yeah, know your, there it is, our theme (laughs) of our podcast, know your potential. That idea of the team that is not the best, that is the ragtag group of, uh, these were the leftover players that are not the the best. Well, the ragtime guy, the ragtag guy. And somehow they, you know, get to the challenge and they overcome and they become the champion. And yeah. that is a huge theme in uh, a lot of movies. I'll start off, um, I guess, a, a, a sport that is really unique to just America is, of course, people in America love baseball. Um, now, baseball is a sport that is known around the world, and there's yeah. other countries that do play baseball. And, of course, the game of cricket is very similar, and that's mm-hmm. been, of course, older than baseball. Yeah, But baseball films, baseball to me is a sport that, 
it's not necessarily one of my favorites to watch um you know although it's known as america's pastime but there's some really great baseball movies some of the greatest um, sports films uh sports stories are baseball if you're thinking and i think with sports. baseball because a lot of it is the drama of like you know the pitcher uh seeing the player come up to the bat uh you get a lot of those close-up shots um I remember too when I was younger that they're, they're comedic films, but they try to play into some of the drama of what it's like to be the underdogs that try to win of the major league films. There's major league and major league two. Yeah. And uh, you know, I remember uh, you know, young Charlie Sheen is in those films. Um, uh, I'm going to forget some of the other actors, but I, it's, it's one of the, well, I haven't seen these movies in probably 20 15, 20 years. Yes, in a while. But that was, you know, one of those where it was kind of a period of the 90s where we're having these kind of comedic take on sports films. Another sport film about baseball that was, it was comedic, it was kind of a little fantasy based, was Angels in the Outfield. Yeah, that uh, was, you know, uh, the very, very young Joseph Gordon Lovett as yes. our, our main star. And we had uh, Danny Glover as the coach. And then you have, of course, the great. Christopher Lloyd, who we love from, you know, Back to the Future and so many other films as this angel figure that comes in to help the angels win the game. Yeah. Uh, And a lot of hijinks happen in that game. And it's one of those where it it shows a lot of heart about this young boy that believes so much in his, in the team that he's following. Mm -hmm. We get a little bit of that, you know, that backstory about like, you know, his father and foster system. He doesn't really have a father figure. He kind of looks to this team as, you know, these are kind of like his mentors in a way. And mm-hmm. uh, that's a sweet game. I remember baseball. One I've never seen though is, uh, have you ever seen Fields of Dreams? That's, I know, one of the most iconic ones. Never seen I, it. It's always been on my not. list. That, well, that's, and that's uh, one of two baseball films that I have not seen with Kevin Costner, uh, which other one, Bill Durham, uh, mm-hmm. which are two yeah. I need to see. And, you know, those are when you hear, you know, baseball movies and a lot of people are going to be crying out when they hear this. I've not seen this. It's not for... It's, it's not for like a trying, it's just I haven't get sat down like, I'm going to watch this movie. But those are very two iconic movies that came out at the time. And uh, um, speaking of Angels in the Outfield, going off of that, that and another childhood movie that, of course, with me and, and many people still timeless is The Sandlot. Um, Sandlot is one of the best. Yes. That, you know, that's one where it, it's really more of like what it's like as a kid to play sports. And I think that's, that is a big thing that is a cultural thing about America is yeah. for the general population, a lot of kids are involved in sports in their youth. Mm-hmm. It's not something they keep up with throughout their entire life. And it's but, also something that, you know, I think a lot of kids are pushed into by parents, uh, yes, before, by parents. They, before they even know what they like. And I don't know about you, but for me growing up, it was, you know, baseball. I did for several years. Then I did soccer, but I was lazy. I was the, I was kind of the fat kid growing up, so I, I was very out of shape. And so just I just want the I, snow cone at the end just, of the game. I just want to be the goalie. <laughs> I didn't want to run back across the field. Um, but baseball was like one of the first the first sports that I ever learned. And um, I think there's something that that childlike wonderment. I think that's why there's so many um, great family films about baseball. There is like but like the Sandlot. I, I I do agree with you. Is is it's a fun you know coming of age story of these young kids who are like you know the summer friends that may you know some may not be friends forever but this young kid who's again kind of having not the best once again a theme here not the best father relationship at at the start of the you know uh the film so he's kind of getting involved with these kids and having some fun and learning that uh you know he belongs with this group of kids and this you know this little sandlot that just play baseball they idolize all these baseball players and him becoming a, a member of the team and there's a little bit of that kind of funny fantasy element of, you know, as kids often do, they overthink things, they overanalyze things. This idea of this monster creature behind the gate that yeah, really is just, just a big, a big just a big mastiff dog <laughs> that just, you know, but the way they visualize it is this giant over the top dog. And, you know, of course it's not. And uh, I love in that movie, the idea of like when James Earl Jones as kind of being like, oh, wait, this is actual, like, you know, famous baseball player that just happens to be living in their backyard, yeah. you know, and him, like, seeing Babe Ruth in his dreams. Like, a lot of that's a cool, like, and that's why I think that movie holds up, is the comedy's really, really funny, but it mm-hmm. has, like, a true, like, this is why kids love baseball when they're young. It is, is that like, wonderment and that, mm-hmm. um, the beauty of, of being a child and growing up and that camaraderie 
that I think yeah. out there. And, and, and I think we go off on that. There's a lot of great, not just baseball films, but a lot of great sports films for kids. And of course, we grew up in a generation where there are so many classics. So of course, many. Of course, we can talk about, and I know we mentioned this uh, earlier, we were getting excited about talking about this episode, was, of course, um, I think it's a pretty decent trilogy, but of course, is the Mighty Ducks movies. The Mighty Ducks films, which, I mean, they go down history as not only some of the best hockey films, but yes. they are a, there's a legendary status to them about uh, this. Uh, they, you know, the Ducks are actually, is an actual team from Anaheim that I've grown up knowing my entire life. And yet for some reason, like I've never been to a Ducks game. I performed at the Honda Center where the Ducks play. That, yeah. That's kind of a cool, like small fun fact about me. But like I've never actually gone to a Ducks game. When I think of the Mighty Ducks, I think of the movies or I think of the cartoon series. That's yeah. what it is for me. And this kind of, you know, again, the ragtag team of some really good players, some not really great players, some like some like bullies that end up being like fun and then all under the workings of this coach that really uh, you know, puts them together to, you know, they combine into this team so they're misfits and then he with his training and his coaching they become the mighty ducks and the way that they overtake all the teams they play and there's a lot of great stuff in that i'm actually excited we do know that disney plus is developing a new mighty ducks tv series and emilio estevez is coming back to play the coach again i think that'd be great Uh, which is really cool because you know he's a guy that i think he did so well in hollywood for such a long time he just kind of got to a point where he's like, I don't need to work anymore. And I think yeah. he was enjoying not working, but he has agreed to come back to play his character. So and I think if any, any of his roles is the most iconic would have to be that. Um, and uh, I, I think what's so great about that, that genre or any kind of sports films where you have, there's a thing about having these movies with the coach. There's always that coach. Yeah. It's always the know, coach. Some, but the coach, there's never a perfect coach. They've got enough of their problems you know, they're like, I mean, especially, you know, Estevez's character, Gordon Bombay, he, you know, he's, he was this, you know, pompous, overzealous lawyer who, you know, had to go back to like face his childhood, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, dream, uh, memories and stuff. And all these, these coaches are you know, just real down to earth people, but they've got problems and everything. So they're dealing with that at the same time, working through it with, you know, helping these kids of this group. That is, that's a constant theme where the kids teach them just as much as they teach. Exactly. Them. And that's, I think another, you know, go ahead. Oh no. I was like, um, I, and I never, I never saw, I saw the remake, but I, I want to see the older one, but like bad news bears, um, you got like the big oh, brain, yeah. little giants, you know, they're bad they're, news bears is a great example of, again, it's the kind of that guy that he doesn't really come off like he wants to be there. Exactly. But there's something about, even though he's the crankiest, you know, he's probably a drunk, he's probably have you know, just a, a bad thing of life. There's something about these kids inspire him to be there for him. And so he will do anything to have his team be the best. He, he you know, and I think, if I remember right, I think both movies end where they don't end up winning the champion, but the kids are so happy anyway. And he's just like, you know, they're all like, screw it, get out of here, you know? And he's just yeah. so proud of his kids that they're like, you know, <laughs> We didn't win, but, you know, we're still, like, we're the baddest bears. But that's a um, great thing, too, that you notice there's been a – it's been a fluctuation of sports films. I mean, sports films have gone on uh, since the beginning. When you look at – never seen it, but we always know the theme of Chariots of Fire. You know, you think of some oh, yeah. of the oldest films have gone back. A lot of the films that there's not always the ending where they win. It, you know, it, it's, it's It shows that some of the movies, it's more about the journey of getting there. And it's not about, okay, we have to win for this to be a perfect movie. It's like sometimes they don't win, but they win in life. You know, it's kind of a cliche, but it is like, it teaches you a good lesson. And a lot of the kids' movies, there's a lot of them that either they win or they don't win. And But it's still like a happy ending overall. Yeah, I mean, because at the end of the day, these are all games. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's not like, that's the thing about America. we We have such an obsession in our world. And again, we, and we winning. are the nerdiest people here right now. So, of course, yeah. I mean, we like, I enjoy some sports, but I'm not a, as a typical macho guy in the sports. I'm not that. I don't know about you, Chris, but that's just, I've never been like. The only way I really am is uh, I am a big soccer fan, 
Yeah. So I really do get involved when it comes to like the World Cup, the Euro Cup, or sometimes like the uh, English League and stuff like that. But like if I hear people being like, ah, the Lakers uh, didn't win last night or, you know, the Lakers won last night. I'm like, so like, I just don't <laughs> care. Sorry, but move on, like move on. Uh, but uh, no, I think that's something too about sports films, especially when it's involved with kids. It is a great way also for kids to see other kids playing a sport that maybe they don't know about. Yeah. You know, I think when it comes to sports uh, around the world and learning as a kid, it's usually something like, you know, for soccer, you have like ASO, baseball, you have like little league, et cetera, et cetera. So like you're kind of brought up from the, the base tier and you slowly get better and, you know, you're put with your same age group and that's a big thing. Of course, as you get older and get more into, if you're really getting into clubs or into much high school or college, it's not so much about your age. It's really about where you fit and how much you, how well you play yeah. and stats. And a lot of that's, you know, I, why I think there's this idea that why players are paid the way they are, although I still think it's ridiculous, um, is because there's so much that is involved in the money side of how much an organization makes. Yeah. Um, but I want to touch briefly, you mentioned Little Giants. Little Giants is a hilarious movie to me. It's, you know, Rick Moranis, where his, his older brother is kind of like that coach that's always been the guy. And he's just well, like, you know, the, the he's cool more the nerdy one. So. Yeah, exactly. So they're two yeah. opposites. So they're just very opposite. And it's like, oh, you know what? I'll, uh, I'll coach a team. And he's like, come on, man. You're not really serious. He's like, no, I'll coach a team. And, of course, it's the most, like <laughs> – Rag untalented ragtag oh, group some of the greatest uh, kid actors that you've seen in plenty of movies are in that film oh, and you know slowly but surely they find their way and i also love that that movie which was a huge thing i think in the 90s started to do and we started to get more on disney channel and stuff was uh having girls step in to play with boys and show that girls are sometimes just as good if not better and that was Absolutely. a great movie with little giants where his daughter uh you know was always kind of this idea that no, you should be wanting to put on makeup and do girl things. And she's like, uh, screw that. I know how to play football. I'm amazing. And she's better than most of the guys on the team. And I like yeah. that they showcase that. Well, you're right. Often, and you I, know, it's a lot of boys club. We get a lot of the girls are cheerleaders and the guys play the sports. Well, you know? then you have, and then that's the thing when you have, okay. So kind of graduating from the kiddie shows, then you have a little more of the teen, you know, college mm -hmm. drama ones where it's a little bit more, the women were, you know, set as these, you know, just the, the hot cheerleader that I'm going to, I'm going to get with if I win and things like that. But you're right. What I loved with Disney channel, we grew up with this, not so much now, unfortunately, but I think within the nineties and the early two thousands that Disney uh, decom or Disney channel original movies, what they did was create really great, you know, strong female protagonists, especially movies like motocrossed mm -hmm. yeah, and, and which I thought was funny. A lot of those movies, they're, they're almost, they're based on like Shakespearean, you know, stories, which I think is funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, any of those, and even some like, um, uh, what was it? Like she's the man with Amanda Bynes. So there's the a man, of, you know, uh, Bennett, like Beckham. Um, yeah, it's just like, you know, showing that, you know, <laughs> girls like to play sports just as much as men. And clearly sometimes, uh, they play better. I mean, yeah. a great example is although, although soccer is not, such lo as loved in this country as no. like other countries around the world there's still a huge population here in the states that love soccer yes are huge fans of soccer but it's not really been that uh, you know it's not like um Football. a not known fact that uh here in the states lately the our our female team constantly is like winning championships as where our men's team is not and it just shows you it's like you know depending on you know situations and who's playing you know girls can kick butt and yeah. um i like when films show that and you know we're, we're, we're still getting bits of that here and there but still kind of we've actually kind of seen a kind of i'd say a little decline in sports films uh over the last couple of years um well not so much i will say that oh I mean, well what do you what well, do you then well, from what well here go well if we take this back which i think we should do, how about this i think we, this would be a good time for us to take a break a little break, then, break time. Yeah, let's take a little break, and I think we'll come back, and we're going to talk about this, like really what makes a sports film, and then I'm going to I'm going to give you a couple uh, clued in of what they had in the last couple of years. All right, sounds good. Hmm. <laughs> hmm.
Mm. What are you doing? What? Are you eating during this podcast? Yeah, so? Is there a problem? So? Good God, man. Your munching is distracting. Hey, I can't help it. It's this new seasoning I got. It's so delicious. Seasoning, you say? Yeah, from the Steel City Salt Company. Did you make that up? No way. It's the best store where it comes to getting all of your seasoning, salted, and spice needs. Since 2011, it's been bringing a new era of exciting flavor to Pittsburgh and the surrounding regions. From their popular flavors like garlic herb, dill pickle sea salt, and black and gold seasoning. Sounds great, but I don't live in Pittsburgh. Doesn't matter. They ship nation and worldwide. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, so go to their website and check it out at www.steelcitysalt.com to order now. Free shipping on orders of $39 and up. Don't miss, and let's spice up your life. Prepare for the next generation of epic sports tales you never wanted to see. She was just a girl with a dream. She wanted to become the ultimate checkers champion. But everyone knows the road to victory isn't easy. Look, it's never been easy, but I have to do it. The beautiful story of love, acceptance, and finding yourself. King me. Checkered past. A young man whose whole life was dictated by his family. Son, you're a member of this family, and you will be a cornhole player whether you like it or not. Yeah, well maybe I don't want to. But when his family needed him to take his rightful place, he knew he had to become something more. I never wanted this, but I have to. Cornhole is all I know. Don't miss the unforgettable story based on true events in the hit film, All in the Wrist, a cornhole story. In a world of surplus, food-eating contests have become the new American pastime. One man, washed up and out of his prime, must come back and believe in himself. I could do it, I could. I beat it all, pies, chicken wings, Watermelon, kumquats, but those hot dogs, I don't know. Witness the gut-wrenching film based on the epic story. Mmm, mmm, hot diggity dog. She had it all, love, fame, and glory. But after one fateful night, her life changed forever. Looking for a way back, she finds herself a new purpose. Yeah, the old school is looking for a great coach, and uh, we think you'd be the one for their job. Will she teach this ragtag group of kids to become a team, or will they teach her to become a better person? One of the next great generations of sports films about the epic game of kickball. Get a kick out of it. Coming directly to DVD, Blu-ray, and digital download this summer. And we're back. Yes, we are. So that was good. Yeah. I, I needed that though, actually. So it was a nice break. <laughs> um, but what you played you were, horse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was great. It was a. I uh, went to do the groceries, so it was perfect. Uh, so what I think I want to go real quick to talk about, and I wrote this down. What what makes actually what the key ingredients are that make a proper sports film? First of all, okay. And and I did. I well, did let me guess. Research. Ingredient one. There needs to be a sport. <laughs> yes. There you go. Number one, you got it. Uh, sarcastic. Sound. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, yes. Uh, but here, here's the one. I've got like a good, like good four of them. Take so, it down. Take okay, it of course, every film has to have training montages. You need to have uh-huh. a training montage where, where whether they're um, learning the sport for the first time or they're getting back into the sport, that's always needed. Preferably the montage occurs on a beach you know think about some classic ones you got on a beach or at a gym and yeah. it's usually always some kind of upbeat pop or rock song playing exactly while they're doing it exactly yeah. mandatory next thing all the movies revolve around a drive to win the person the sports they're in it to win it it's not that just oh, i'm just having fun here no they want to win so that's that's their drive and that's what carries the character the whole time and sometimes it's combined with if they don't win then this is going to be closed down 
or uh, the team's going to be done there's forever. High or there, there's always high stakes yes. that involve like we have to win because so and so. And whether it's desire to win or desire to be remembered and the need to mark that lasting impact so that they, uh, much like real athletes, they represent of uh, real athletes of today and, and tomorrow and yesterday is that they want, whether they win or not, it's about being remembered as, as legacy. It's the word is legacy. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about sports films and actually those are listening and you, Chris, and I'd be really surprised is I think when we think of sports films, there are, they're a very open interpretation. And um, in talking about sports films, I mean, the last big sports film I thought, which I didn't think about because it is a sports film, it's racing, was of course, one we both liked was Ford versus Ferrari. Oh, yes, yeah. Which mm-hmm. we did have in the last uh, last year. And I think that was a pretty good one because that was based on a true story about um, the racing yeah, that, film. Yeah, that's a good racing film. And I also uh, like, oh, what's the one with Chris Hemsworth? And uh, Oh, um, um, Rush. Rush is Rush also it, one yeah. I really love. Rush that just um, came out. That's true. The definition of sports when it comes to films is actually quite broad because yes. you have everything from uh, sports on fields, you have sports on courts, sports that are racing. Uh, esports is technically one. There's fantasy sports. Uh, like, for example, one I, that comes to mind, um, you had like movies like Rollerball and stuff like that. But I love that moment in Alita Battle Angel when like they're like roller skating on that like giant course yes. and that's like you know it's that's a sport it's like you know it's technically a sport it's just that in a, a huge fantasy sci-fi setting. yeah exactly but, so um even things to checkers chess etc those are still considered sports they were the great you know, sports films of chess bobby fisher yes good story there bobby fisher um <laughs> uh, but and, uh yeah uh, i i wanted to I, I branch off a little bit here of uh again this idea of Sports films are usually put into two categories. One is like based off true stories or they're kind of something based off real teams um, or it's kind of a fantasy element. There's something that's like, like a perfect example of that is one that we all loved as kids and we're actually still apparently getting a sequel coming up, I believe next year is Space Jam. Uh, this idea yes. of basketball legend Michael Jordan being sucked into the world of the Looney Tunes and having to play basketball with them to keep their fair land yeah. from being not enslaved by these aliens. I mean, it's a ridiculous, just really stupid concept. What a, but what a crossover. Reason, but what a crossover and what a hilarious uh, film. Uh, another one that I really like is, uh, I don't know if a lot of people have seen this one, but uh, Shaolin Soccer is this hilarious movie. Oh my God, you uh, bring that up. Uh, 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 it's like soccer, but if people had like, incredibly uh uh you know ninja psycho powers where like shoot a ball and it's like crazy fire into the you know it's one of those hilarious like it's still a soccer film but it's like let's take it way above and beyond and make it like ridiculous and i think that's it is kind of funny sometimes when you see those films where it's still sports based but it's like all right, let's take it to the next level where it's going to be well, a little over the top. You you're know? right. And then, you, like I said, you have those two categories, and then you have a little bit in between, a little gray area, because you have the ones based in real life, but then you have just, they're not based on true story, but they're a serious drama. And mm-hmm. then you have the ones that are comedic and then a little too crazy. I mean, think about one of my favorite comedy. I think they're both one of our favorite sports comedies. I think it still holds up to this day is, of course, one of the best, well, is one of the best golf comedies. There's, there's, there's not many. There's actually Tower, two- Mr. Sh- Mr. Sandler. Yeah, Mr. Happy Gilmore. Oh, yeah, Happy Gilmore. What a, <laughs> a great concept of a guy who kind of has anger management problems and he's really good at hockey. And one day he just happens to hit a ball with the hockey stick and someone sees him, it's like, wow, he can really hit a long drive. So then he becomes a golf player. Yeah, actually, he was, and, bad, he was a bad skater. He was good at hockey. Yeah, but he was a terrible skater. skater. Great, but <laughs> great. He can hit really hard. So yeah. that's a great one. Another one I think you're going to say uh, is a two film. Uh, one of the best comedies of all time and still holds up in my mind is the Caddyshack series. Yes. Again, this uh, idea, it's a love of golf and it's a love of that time period and what it's like during the summer. And, you know, there's romance there's a competition and there's, there's the underdog story underdog story and yet we have this like mentor of chevy chase who's this weird kind of like he's like just a guy he's kind of like a guru on the golf course yeah. but like he's a, a weirdo and and then of course bill murray just 
stealing every scene and as of course the, and, and danger, golf, you know. danger field being himself rest danger field oh i don't get more respect i know um <laughs> you know it's that's like you like not based off a true story at all but it's a movie that realistically could be like it's not far well and it takes the here's the thing it is humorous but it does take the sport that it's inhabiting it does take it seriously they have yes. to follow by the rules uh same like you know happy gilmore and caddyshack and like um if even if you want to go it's i wouldn't say in the realm of as comedy level as those ones but one other one that's totally different sport was of course dodgeball it was based off mm-hmm. a real sport there's dodgeball competitions it took it seriously in the rules of the game of course the comedic elements you know take hold like some of the stuff like this is ridiculous but with Kashak and happy gilmore you know this could happen these characters could really exist you know and it, but it's like they did take the serious love of the game and the- well, that's like another one that me and my family have loved for a long time is a will ferrell movie kicking and screaming where he has to become the coach of an aso team so yes. he's the coach of this, you know, and his dad young, is... young boys team. And, uh, you know, just all the hijinks that could happen with the Will Ferrell movie. But it is still that, you know, trying to respect and love the game, even though all this. I mean, I remember the one that always cracks me up in that movie is there's like two Italian players on the team. Yeah. So like he has like an espresso cart. So like they're all having like espresso. <laughs> he keeps having too much. And he's like, you know, he starts getting like really uh, crazy on all the caffeine. Um, but, you know, going back to, you know, we're talking about these kind of like fantasy films or kind of based in reality but maybe a little far-fetched but then you really have these really heartfelt uh movies kind of more based off real teams or teams that were kind of like probably going through things in that time period uh one ultimate example that i really love is a great film is remember the titans yes is a incredible film that it, it touches on again that underdog story of like building up to winning this championship but also the ideas of race in that time yeah. and things that are still happening to this day uh, that's a really powerful football film. And even then, again, as you said earlier, there's always the idea of that coach. And Denzel Washington is this coach who, you know, he's he's very uh, strict and very fierce, and he knows what he wants. But he himself is also dealing with a town that doesn't agree with him. He doesn't want him to be the skin. coach. And, um, you know, I love that that film really celebrates that, you know, we're a team and we're in it together and you know it's, it doesn't it's a, matter the color of our skin it doesn't matter and i think one um, of the most powerful scenes too is when they're they do this like three mile hike and they're like exhausted mm-hmm. and oh, then yeah. they end up and they're right at the battle of gaysburg where it happened and he does this whole powerful speech about it and it's like it just speaking again reminding you what this movie represents and you're right it still holds up to this day it's in in Mm -hmm. not it's a shame that it does in certain things but it's like it's still a good mirror for us to look at to like this day beyond the sports platitudes but you're absolutely right yeah um and any other ones that are like based on real or you know close to real events talk about let's go like completely a left field (laughs) haha pun intended uh let's talk about one that's based on true stories but is is very different in terms of the underdog story uh, one movie I really enjoyed that came out not too long ago was the movie Moneyball. I didn't um, see Moneyball, but with, I heard it's great. With Brad Pitt. So basically Pitt, yeah. the, the premise is based on a true story. Billy Bean was, you know, he was, uh, um, you know, down a luck, you know, player who ended up becoming a coach. Um, and, you know, he's struggling with this team and he meets uh, Jonah Hill's character, who is this um, statistician, um, and he's very smart and he realizes that there is a way to create a really good team based on statistics. So this, this, this movie was great for a lot of the sports nerds in terms mm-hmm. of uh, obsession with sports statistics and how um, there is something to the science and the mathematics to that. So I thought that was really cool. And it was a really where it's really focused on this coach and his kind of his redemption through this team and, and, it's that one in a million shot of what, you know, they can do. But I like that because it was based on a true story. And I read up on that. I was like, this is really cool. Um, Very nice. I wanted to uh, jump in here and touch about, um, again, as we say, we're, this, the genre of sports films has a broad definition. But one, you, you started to mention about racing, but I want to talk about more of the wrestling fighting. Uh, that's been a huge genre for film. And some that really speak to my mind that are they're they're gritty and they're you know they show the kind of real world situation of of the sports but they're a little dark. Um, movies like Warrior, um, The Wrestler, The Fighter, and of course it all started with uh, one guy 
who I know listeners are gonna they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna shoot a dart at me right now, but I've never seen any of the Rocky films, but you have, so why don't you talk about the Rocky films? I, I just, hey Taylor, yeah. why don't you talk about the Rocky films? I can't do it. I'm working on it. Uh, <laughs> yes, the Rocky movies and which we we need to that's my goal is to we're gonna i'm gonna make you watch them that's i'll watch them at some point um no you're absolutely right i think all these i think the story of any great sports drama whether it be fictional or you know hilarious and goofy probably is best exemplified by rocky which the amazing the aging amateur boxer attempting to break into the industry rocky of course if you haven't seen it where have you been uh, you've been Chris, um, but you know, uh, Rocky, you know, Sylvester Stallone wrote and directed and starred in this film. And, you know, it has such a lasting legacy. First of all, they had many films, some they probably shouldn't have done, but I've seen them all. And of course it carried off to uh, the last couple of movies, Creed, uh, which yeah. Michael B. Jordan, which are very good. And if you haven't seen the Rocky films, you see them separately. It, it's better if you see the Rocky films to, to appreciate them more, but they're just as good as on their own. But uh-huh. it, it's the same vein, in the similar vein as the the classic sports uh, movie convention. You got the comeback as well, and he's he's this um, this out down and out boxer who wants to be big, and he's got the talent, and you got the wacky coach, you know, you got the love interest, and it's so great because in the movies he starts out very rags to riches story, and of course there's a lot of rising and falling in story where. You know, he, um, you know, but he's got the family, the friends and the world that pits them as this washed up character, but you know, that they're, they believe there's still more in the tank. And I think that movie had it all. I mean, you had the epic theme song, you had the montage and that really kind of set the bar to make, you know, an unforgettable sports film. And whether you're a sports fan or not, you can't deny it's a great film. And I think that's what's so great about it. That's sliced alone to this day. I mean, if you think a sports movie, that's got to be on your radar whether you've seen it or not it's it's up there like oh you know when you hear a sports montage you hear the rocky music of course hey you know i have the tiger yes you always just think rocky there's, there's no, nothing else to think about besides that um yeah. and i was gonna i was gonna spin off that you know other kind of great boxing films like uh ali uh cinderella man yeah and, southpaw and dollar baby Hall. And, yeah oh, and million dollar baby wow what a that's a tough film i love that that's film. A, yeah. yeah that's the thing i, I love when you know, we have these funny comedy films that are, you know, the sport is there and there's a love for it, but there's also the ones that kind of show uh, a darker, grittier story that involve a sport. And um, I like those as well. I wanted to uh, do a complete uh, right field tangent that way. Um, <laughs> the park. I think it's a, a fun uh, sport that uh, many people around the world enjoy. And it's more of just a casual sport, although some people really do take it as a full on, you know, uh, uh, career is bowling and there's been some really funny bowling movies uh you know one that comes to mind of course is kingpin uh which i really enjoyed and then uh on disney channel we had alley cat strike was one of our, yes. our youth that was a funny one you know these kind of teenagers uh becoming like bowling champions but probably the best known bowling movie is of course the big lebowski <laughs> and um, it's funny because yeah. the, the it's not like the movie's not a bowling movie, but it's it's featured heavily in the movie. But it's it yeah, it's not a bowling movie, but bowling is a part of it, and that's something that like has become kind of a you know, it's like uh, well, in that in that film itself, I mean, you could talk forever on that film, but that film itself actually spawned um, this thing called the Bowski Fest that's been going on, I think, for over ten years now, and they have mm-hmm. bowling competitions. And uh, my grandmother's listening, by the way. She's a fantastic bowler. And uh, she needs to watch that movie. Very nice. <laughs> but, I miss uh, bowling. Yeah, I know. Uh, I miss, I miss bowling. Uh, I, I wanted to, <laughs> I have to mention here, uh, it's the only film I know of its kind. And it's one near and dear to my heart as a, in my childhood. So I have to mention here as we're talking about sports films, uh, the only bobsled related film that I can think of uh, the one and only Cool Runnings yes. uh, is a great film. I have to mention here while we're talking about sports films. This is actually a film based off a true story yes. of the the Jamaican bobsled team. The first ever. And, uh, first ever that, you know, yes, they didn't win. But just, it, again, an underdog story of you really get to know these characters and they have the great, uh, you know, John Candy as their coach. And you really, you root for them, even though they're, they're really fish out of water situation. You know, they're from Jamaica and they're here up in this, you know, ice snow place. 
with all these people that are way better than them in the sport. And they're like, no, we're going to prove to you that we belong here. And that's just one of those movies that, uh, and I like it cause it's funny, love. but it's not it's very stupid funny. funny. No. And, and it's, there's not the stupid gimmicks, but it, I think the movie, the great thing about that, again, what we've seen in this theme is it does have a lot of heart. And I, mm-hmm. I attribute it to the cast, especially John Candy, you know, any movies he's in, there is that he, he has that warmth. Um, oh, yeah. But it's such a, that is a very classic film, which um, I think it still, still holds up. It's still great to see that. It does. Yeah. It's still, it's still a fun one to see. I actually haven't seen it in a while. So maybe I'll have to recheck it out. I'm sure it's on Disney plus. Oh yeah. Uh, but um I know the most recent one I can think of apart from Ford versus Ferrari was um, I didn't see it. I wanted to, but it was Ben Affleck's uh, movie, the comeback. I did see it, which again, looks it's, like, is it's that actually called another? the way, the way back. Oh, the way back. <laughs> I'm sure the comeback is another movie. Yeah. yeah that, that'll be our, our story. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, I actually did see it. It was actually one of the last movies I saw in theaters. That looks like another film where it's again, this coach that's going through a lot of uh, a lot of his own personal issues. And he's kind of, teaching kids the sport but they're also in you know they're inspiring him to become a better person yeah it's it's a it's a it's a tough drama because he's a he's a a alcoholic Alcoholic? yes and um the he gets this kind of a second chance i mean he's uh, divorced from his wife and the his old school it's a i think it's a catholic school that he went to um the uh reverend the the priest he comes to him and asks him to go back to his old school Mm. And when he was this big, you know, champion. And so I think that's great about that one. Just exemplifies so many things because it's, he's the coach, but the the story is Affleck. It's all about his character. And, you know, he, it plays the reluctant coach that doesn't really want to be there. And he's kind of just, he's kind of just winging it because he doesn't really care about life, but uh, it was really good. And I, and I'm, I'm a big fan of Ben Affleck. I really, honestly, I like. I am too. I think he's a great actor. He's really, I think he's really coming to his peak of like where Affleck's really sitting in this really, uh, you know, time of he's just making constant good movies uh, ever since Argo. Yeah. He's also a great director. Um, Yeah. You know, I mean, I think we're going to continue to have interesting sports films as we go forward. Yes. And whether they're based off, you know, there's so many, the, the great thing is there's so much to pull from, not only from just these kind of, fake funny uh you know farcical things farcical <laughs> idea of sports films but you have years and years and years of championships from games around the world um you know like i remember one that i uh i watched briefly i didn't see the whole film but it was interesting to me because i you know as an american i don't really i don't really know and understand rugby but yeah. you had uh, Matt Damon in that movie set in South Invictus. Africa. Yes. Invictus, where, you know, Morgan Freeman. And, you know, it's like, I think it's cool when, you know, yes, I understand soccer as an international sport. I know cricket. Uh, there's, you know, I, I know of rugby. There's other games like that where we don't really have it full on here in the States, but we, you know, you see it. It's, it's on TV, it's on the news and stuff. But getting more films like that, you know, but I'm, I'm, in, yeah. I'm interested to see what the future will be for sports films and what other events will be uh, documented in film and, you know, what, uh, what films will come. It's great that we're having some of these kind of our childhood franchises are kind of getting a second life coming up yes. in the next few years. Uh, we'd be intrigued to see what happens with that. Uh, any final thoughts here on the sports film genre? Yeah. Well, T-Dog? yeah, well, C-Man, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Just making up names. I don't like that one. We'll try it again. Um, Well, and also, I mean, you know, we've there the the fantasy element. If there's going to be ideas of creating maybe a whole whole new sport, I mean, you think about a lot of these movies that created their own story with a a, you know, this is really off the tangent, but look at basketball. Yeah, basketball, or you want to go Wizard World, Harry Potter, create a Quidditch on broomstick. You know, so there's a lot of there's a lot of potential. Uh, and that's been twice today. It's like we're marketing yourself um, <laughs> that I think there's a lot of opportunity for, for new stuff. And I think that there's a lot of still stories through history that have not been told that still need to get their due. And I think, especially like with the Olympics, there's a lot of great stories of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I think it's going to take some time because there's just, it's just finding a compelling story and being able to make it believable, but also have those tropes, those stereotypes, those, special ingredients that you need and have a good sports film, whether it's drama or comedy, 
you need you know whether it's drama or comedy they still have some of the basic stuff that they need to have in there so they have to have the basics and you know they have to have uh those things that really uh still make it entertaining to watch you know it can't just be all down and dark and the gritty it has to be no. funny um i just you know before we even go i i, I was funny that i didn't touch on this earlier but oh. just thinking of a just a, a quick uh, before we go uh another kind of like really farcical and then more of a based on truth one you had uh, uh speaking of ice skating you have you know blades of glory is one of those examples of like it, it there's still a love of the sport but it's a completely farcical over the top you know will yeah. ferrell movie and then what's the one with them well the very extreme one which based on a true story of course was the polarizing i tanya there it is i tanya yes to wait, yes what, wow what a yes. margot robbie really bringing the chops there i mean just like what a film uh really showcasing her life and what she was like and the, the the work and dedication she had to go through and also the the really dark relationship with her mother and how that really you know inspired her to you know get where she was but also to become like her own person uh you know that's one where it's like the sports there and you're the sports going to be heavily involved because that's a big part of the of the you know film but you're there to see the characters and see exactly life. see that development and what a casting um, but yeah absolutely no good good shout out for those two yeah so um yeah, I'm excited to see what else comes out in the next few years. I mean, I, I'm, I'm like, you know, I like those uh, those underdog stories. And there's still so many that, yeah, I've never seen that uh, are classics that I have to check out. So the list is long, but, uh, you know, this is the time to be catching up on old films. So I uh, I guess I'll go watch Rocky yeah. at some point. I was trying to do Stallone, and that came out more like a British person. I don't know. I don't remember Rocky being English. I'm going to watch Rocky, Rocky too. <laughs> Rocky Twal, Rocky Quad, um, Rocky Paul Balboa, McCartney's Creed, Creed, you know, man, and Creed, gonna, yeah, you know, John, I'm gonna watch the Rocky films because uh, he's a yeah, I was man. throwing a dart, John, at the ball the other day, and I had the bullseye. It was fantastic. Uh, Thanks for listening to the Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the Potential Podcast, or on Twitter at the Potential Pod, or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.